Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Hey everybody, welcome back for season four of Power Yourself, our first episode of 2021. Pretty exciting stuff. (laughs) It's really nice to be back and I'm always so happy to be sharing ideas and really just continuing the conversation about things that can really help us live that more fulfilling life. You know, when I started this podcast, we really acknowledged four main pillars, physical health, mental health, emotional health, and our spiritual health. And I really feel it's those which all contribute to who we are and how we show up. These episodes over the last four years have been a way to really look at and acknowledge some of the stuff we can choose to do to really live our best lives. So if you're tuning in to this podcast, you're likely on a similar journey. Maybe it's of self-love, maybe it's positive lifestyles, maybe it's trying to just even make your life a little bit happier, or even finding out what that next best version of yourself even looks like and growing into that. Or maybe you're just really curious about all this kind of stuff. Whatever brought you here today I just want to welcome you and I really want to honor the fact that you showed up and you're looking at investing in yourself. So awesome job and I'm really honored to be part of this. Starting off season four, I thought, wow, what a great opportunity to really step back into some basics. You know, sometimes we can really overlook the basics thinking, ah, I'm past that, I'm good. (laughs) So today we're really going to take that step back And we're actually going to focus on our breath. How are we breathing? What's the benefits of breathing? What's some techniques I can look at? And really just kind of whole space for our breath. This instinctual concept that is literally the first thing we ever do in life can give such a really sturdy foundation to how we live, how we feel even, and how we show up in our day-to-day lives. So most of us, here's the thing, we're not even doing it right. So I thought, perfect way to start off season four. Let's get back to that basic step of the breath. First off, we're going to really take a moment to actually just breathe, to allow yourself the chance to really inhale and exhale. So before we start really analyzing it, I just want you to take this opportunity. So if you're reading, maybe if you're doing something else, or maybe if you're listening to us on a 2.0 speed, here's your opportunity to just take a moment for you. So pause me, mute everything else around you, and basically just really show up for yourself and your breath right now. And I just want you to focus. Breathing in and breathing out. So again, the only thing I want you doing right now is take a big inhale and now exhale. That a few times and then when you're ready, let's continue. Basically what I want you to do right now is analyze your own breath for a second. How did you breathe in? Did you breathe into your nose or through your mouth? Was it a shallow breath or was it a deep breath? Did you feel it uh, maybe in your chest 
Or did you feel it in your belly? Was it a steady breath or was it more rapid? And did it bring you maybe a feeling of relaxation or not? Something that's so essential to our lives, we really don't talk much about it. We really don't look at how we do it and really consider why it's important. Starting off with how we took that inhale, did you use your mouth or did you use your nose? Let's really start looking at specifics with just the inhale first. Mouth breathing, okay? Mouth breathing is actually supposed to be considered more of a backup ventilation. I don't know about you, I had no clue about really any of this until during last year in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I started to really up uh, my reading game and I came across this fantastic book. And the book was by uh, a person named James Nestor and the book was called Breath. And it was just so fantastic. And it really kind of got me on this wormhole of really trying to figure out a lot more about it. So once that book kind of like initiated that process for me, I started to do more research. I started to really look into um, some papers by Harvard Business Review. And I looked at a whole bunch of TED Talks and different articles around breathing. And I thought for something that's so well-known or like publicized, at least, I didn't feel it was actually communicated. So I felt, wow, most people wouldn't even know, I know I didn't, that breathing through our mouth is actually something we've learned, and it's not actually correct. So yes, it absolutely serves a purpose for us, but we want to try to go back to the basic of actually breathing through our nostrils. So that's going to be one of the pieces, I don't know about you, but it shocked me the most, okay? So some things that are really kind of seen as the downside of mouth breathing is it can actually release more stress hormones. You know, it's, it puts up our blood pressure and actually increases more of that heart rate. You know, things like uh, snoring, fatigue, anxiety, all things that can be associated with mouth breathing. I know, I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, your head is blown right now. (laughs) So I'd highly recommend picking up the book. I'll mention it again at the end of the podcast, but I just thought it was so just fascinating. Things like even more bacteria infections can happen when we're mouth breathing, sinus infections, because we're really not using the filter which is actually found in our nostrils, okay? So it's no way to really kind of filter the air that we're taking in, not to mention it's not heating up the air. So it's harder on our lungs when we're breathing in through our mouth. You know, things like crooked teeth, sometimes facial deformities, like a weak jaw or gum disease, sleep disorders, even over-breathing, all associated with breathing through our mouth. Not all bad. (laughs) Like I said, mouth breathing serves a purpose. So it's like that backup ventilation system. Okay, when we're exercising, it actually serves the purpose of getting rid of that excess CO2 in our body. Okay, so it can be a really good thing in certain times. (laughs) But apparently, it's not supposed to be the default. So The majority of time, it's actually learned out of habit or 
We sometimes have a breathing obstruction, so a deviated septum. And so what happens is we learn that kind of alternative way to breathe through our mouth to adapt. So if you're anything like me, you thought, well, adapting, isn't that a great thing? (laughs) But it's actually going to make us more dependent. And we're actually going to take on this habit of breathing through our mouth, which causes bigger problems on the short term of our life and also the long term. Breathing through our mouth actually gets us ready for action too. So that fight or flight, it gets our body kind of pumping. That heart rate increases. Like I said, the blood kind of goes to where it needs to uh, muscle wise so that we can really fight or flight. But the thing is, is we can't sustain that for long periods of time. So we think, oh, but it's a bigger opening or this is what I thought. (laughs) It's a bigger opening. So wouldn't it actually give us more air? The reality is it actually gives us less oxygen to our lungs, which like I, like I said, <laughs> I was very surprised with this information, but basically when we're breathing through our nose, it starts to encourage those airways to really open up. Okay. So like I said, adapting through our mouth, we might think it's really good in the moment, but it's going to really cause those long-term negative effects. So The breathing through our nose, it filters the air, which actually helps our immune system. It warms it up for our lungs, like I mentioned, and it really optimizes oxygen and CO2 levels. So the more oxygen that we can actually intake correctly, (laughs) let's say, the more oxygen actually gets to our bloodstream and tissues, which can support, you know, rest and digest a lot more. So because we're not in that stress mode, we're not in that fight or flight, which actually allows our body to come down. And when it calms down, it's going to really start to go to where it needs to go to really sustain life a little bit more. Not to mention, you know, it's been associated with nose breathing, that is associated with better brain function, better oral health, you know, the saliva that exists when we're nose breathing, because when your mouth is closed, it's going to be less dry. You know, you're going to have that buildup of saliva. And that actually washes away a lot of the bacteria. Who would have known? (laughs) So maybe if your mouth's a little dry, might be an indication uh, that maybe try to get a little bit more present. Are you breathing through your nose right now? Or are you breathing through your mouth? Breathing through our nose, it actually helps, like I said, with nasal congestion. So it mightn't feel like it at the beginning, but if we really try to push through, it actually can really open up our nostrils and that nasal passage a little bit better. Not to mention, nose breathing can actually calm us down. It can slow our heart rate. And we'll look at some of those techniques a little bit later. I'll go through uh, things that you can do to like almost a wake yourself up breathing techniques and then breathing techniques that can really calm yourself down. But nose breathing, it's been uh, tied with lower and stabilized blood pressure as well. So just some, I don't know what I thought was fascinating facts about the difference from breathing through our nose and breathing through our mouth. So ancestor wise, and I don't want to take too much away from the book, so I'm only going to reference one of the things he mentioned about looking back through different like skeletons from our ancestors and our nasal passage was actually bigger, which allowed our jawlines to jet out a little bit more. You know, more recent ancestors, we got more of that like sunken chin. 
And that's because apparently we've been mouth breathing, which I don't know, like I said, I thought was pretty crazy stuff. So just some things about nose breathing and mouth breathing. We kind of really want to get into that habit of trying to consciously breathe through our nose as much as we can. If anything, you know, if nothing else, maybe it's just to help our immune system out a little bit more. So we have that filter, you know, filtering the bacteria. Or maybe it's even just to warm it up so it's gentler on our system, whatever the reason. But maybe just making a little bit of a conscious effort to breathe through our nose some of the times and really help our system out. Next up, I wanted to look at chest versus belly. Okay, so when you took that deep breath in, did you notice it more in your chest, which would probably be associated with like that shallow breath? You know, sometimes they say shallow breaths, that chest breath is caused by poor posture. Sometimes it's actually stress that can cause it, or maybe even the breathing muscles are a bit weak. So it's more ineffective when we're breathing just up in our chest, and it kind of impacts the diaphragm's range of motion. So it means we're not getting as much oxygen to the cells as we could, and that's going to really trigger that shortness of breath, which can actually show up as that anxious feeling. Okay, so it can trigger anxiety just by breathing through our chest, okay, breathing in through our chest. So what we want to do is we want to try to take deeper breaths. And I don't know about you, but when somebody said a belly breath, I was like, yeah, I totally always do it. And then I watched myself breathe (laughs) and I realized I actually wasn't. So here's a really good trick that I'm going to actually do as I'm walking you through right now. But put your hands down on your ribs. Okay, so put them down on the ribs because technically what we want is we want our bellies to kind of get bigger. We want our bellies to get bigger and we want us to expand out the sides. So we want to push the breath from the chest actually down to the belly. Okay, so we want to almost keep breathing in as much as you can and let it go to your belly. So the only way I was able to actually consciously do this, because I I couldn't figure out a way to do it. um, But yeah, I found by even touching my hands on my belly. And if you breathe in. And just feel the air go to your belly. I find it also easier to do when I'm lying down. So if you're maybe noticing it's not going to your belly yet, maybe start lying down. That tends to be a lot easier. And like I said, physically put your hands on your ribs and on your stomach and just notice and try to really drag the breath there. I know it sounds silly, but I promise you it can totally work. (laughs) So take a deep breath in through your nose and try to really get that air down into your belly. And what we're doing is we're helping all of those muscles get the oxygen it needs. Plus, it's really helping out the capacity of our lungs. We're getting the full capacity of our lungs versus just a smaller portion if we're taking those shallow breaths. So... Here's a fun fact. Give yourself a workout (laughs) by just sitting down and breathing. Really expand those muscles in your lungs and help them out. Help your lungs get to that full capacity and your diaphragm to reach that full range of motion. 
Okay. So just like I said, by concentrating and trying to get that breath more so in the belly versus really having those shallow breaths just in our chest. The last thing I wanted to kind of mention, which I was so surprised. And once again, a lot of this information seems so basic, but I don't know about you. It was absolutely new to me. The last thing I want to touch on, and then we'll really get to how to breathe and I'll show you some practices, but it was about the inhale and the exhale. So apparently when we take that inhale, it's actually triggering our sympathetic nervous system. Okay. So in terms that I understood, it initiates that fight or flight. Okay. So it's that activation again. Remember I said you can do this by breathing through the mouth as well. Well, even just by taking an inhale, it can really get the body ready to be alert, be in that readiness. And it also quickens your heart rate. Okay. So even that inhale, so sending extra blood to the main muscles to really perform and it gets the glands responding by pumping adrenaline through the body. It gives you that like burst of energy to respond to anything. And that's just by inhaling. So inhaling triggers our sympathetic nervous system. Now the crazy thing is an exhale triggers the parasympathetic nervous system just by exhaling. Now that's associated with the rest and digest. So it's funny, even our inhales and exhales are really trying to balance us out. So inhaling, it's getting us ready, exhaling, rest and digest. So that exhale really allows us to bring more calm, to be more relaxed, which I thought was so fascinating because like I said, just by inhaling and exhaling, we're really practicing that balance of being alert and being ready and being calm and being relaxed. So as I'll walk through some techniques, ways that when we maybe need to get a little bit more alert, you know, maybe uh, we need to do a paper or maybe, you know, we don't want to have that second cup of coffee. So there'll be techniques to actually really kind of get you to that alert state just by breathing. And then on the other spectrum, ways to calm down, ways to, you know, really bring yourself into that relaxation so that maybe you can go to sleep. Maybe you're stressed out and you just need to try and calm yourself down. All ways focusing on the exhale. So it's really fascinating. And as you can imagine, (laughs) it's really why I wanted to bring this as a topic for the podcast. So let's focus now into how to breathe. Okay. And we'll do it together. So everybody set up as straight as you can. Okay. So set up with your back straight and your shoulders back. Put your feet on the floor and just relax your hands. You can put your hands, uh, as I mentioned, on your belly or your stomach because that's really, so if you're not consciously bringing that air through your belly, I'd highly recommend maybe just putting your hands on your belly or your ribs and that way you can draw the concentration there and really feel that air (laughs) coming in. So like I said, remember, set up straight. I want you to relax your shoulders. I want you to try to relax your face. Okay, so relax your face as much as you can. So your forehead's a really good indication of that. 
do you have any wrinkles up there right now? Are you scrunching your nose? So I really want you to just relax. Okay, so sitting down, back up straight, hand maybe on the hips, or sorry, on the belly or on the ribs. Relaxing that face and having your shoulders back. So I want you to concentrate and I want you to take a deep inhale using your nostrils. Okay, so focus on the breath coming in through your nose and really kind of picture it hitting the back of your throat, going past your chest and making it all the way through your belly. Okay. Now I want you to slowly let that out. Exhale. So once again, let's breathe through our nose. Hold it for a sec. And exhale. Now as you exhale, what you want to be able to notice or what I'm hoping you're going to notice is that sense of relaxation. So you can almost feel your shoulders drop down <laughs> even a little bit more. Okay, so let's try it again. Let's inhale together. So in through your nose, down to your belly, and exhale. And you can exhale through your mouth or your nose. It's all good. Okay, so just take a couple of breaths like that. And how does it feel? Do you feel relaxed? Does it feel foreign? <laughs> Uh, another tip that was in the readings that I came across was putting your tongue at the top of your mouth. So putting your tongue at the top of your mouth while you're breathing in. And breathing in through your nose and keeping that mouth closed. And then exhaling either through your mouth or your nose. Not only is this a basic, it's also a really great meditation technique. So a lot of meditation focuses on just breathing and we can kind of see why because <laughs> it's meant to actually relax us. It's meant to bring us in the present moment. What a great tool. <laughs> it's something that you don't have to purchase. <laughs> you don't have to go out of your, ho your house for. You can just really just take a deep breath in and exhale in ways that you can really help uh, just increase that relaxation that you feel with inside. So three different types I came across of yoga breaths, and it's not the, the actual, or it's not the fancy names. <laughs> so I got some basic ones because I just wanted to give some tools um, for if you want to calm down or if you're trying to get yourself maybe a little bit more alert. And so what I came across were three techniques. They're called water breathing, whiskey breathing, and coffee breathing. Okay, so water breathing, just like water, you want to do this as much as you can. Okay, so this is like the substance. This is the common one that you really want to try to incorporate the majority of the day. Okay, so with the water breathing, it's almost just like the waves. That's how I picture. And so you're going to breathe in and you're going to count to four. Okay, so you're going to breathe in on the count to four and then you're going to breathe out and it's going to be even. So it's going to be a count of four as well. So let's do it together. So you breathe in. One, two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. 
exhale, two, three, four. Okay. And so basically to, for the water breath, it's more of a balancing. So it's supposed to be calming, really helps with stress. It helps you be a little bit more calmer and a little bit more grounded. So obviously, I don't know about you, but that's how I want to show up in my day to day. So a quick little water breath focus there four count in and four count out. And that's really going to help hopefully ground and make you feel a little bit more calmer. Next up, uh, we have the whiskey breath. <laughs> so they call it the whiskey because some people have a nightcap. Okay, so it's really to do when you're ready and you kind of maybe want to go to bed. So maybe you're having a little bit of trouble sleeping or falling asleep. Uh, and so they recommend the whiskey breath. So not something we do all the time every day, <laughs> but something we do when we're really trying to maybe set ourselves up to succeed for falling asleep at night. And so basically what you want to do is you want to breathe in to the count of four. So just like the water breath there, but except for the out, we're going to count to eight. And so you're going to have a dragged out longer exhale. And so if you remember back to earlier on when I just mentioned about the parasympathetic. And so that's why we're really dragging out that exhale because we're really trying to drag out that relaxing kind of feeling that allows us to de-stress. Okay, so it helps you relax, get ready to sleep. It also really promotes digestion and that deeper sleep. So maybe after a big um, holiday meal, <laughs> highly encourage more of that whiskey, <laughs> whiskey breathing. So let's do it together. So we're going to breathe in. One, two, three four and out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in. One, two, three, four and out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So that's your tip, your technique for when you want to go to sleep. Now, the last one was the coffee breath, which I thought was pretty cool because once again, it's representing if you want that pick-me-up, that coffee, what we kind of associate with coffee or sugar. So here's a nice, healthy replacement. <laughs> you can just focus on breathing. So it's going to be a little bit different. And just to kind of give you a heads up, sometimes you feel a little bit lightheaded. So if you're going to practice this, maybe sit down, make sure you're sitting down and Basically, what you're going to do is you want to do 20 breaths for three sets. It's almost like a, I, I think the TED Talk I watched, which I'll give you guys the reference in a second, but he associated it with almost like a short sneeze. So it's like sharp exhaling. Okay. So you're really focusing on that burst you're not even really focusing on the inhale at all. So you're just taking like a random inhale and then you're going to focus on 20 short outbreaths. So like I said, like a short little sneeze. So you're <laughs> trying to do that much is, is once again, <laughs> sit down while you're practicing this. But those 
uh, coffee breads as they associate it with. So it's 20 basically exhales and you want to do three sets of that. And it's apparently really activating that sympathetic nervous system. Okay, so it gives you that burst instead of that coffee or sugar snack that we might be so tempted to. So just three sets, guys. I'd highly recommend just starting with one or two. I kind of feel a little bit lightheaded after doing it, so just a heads up. But some healthy ways, um, and that's the reason why I'm really talking about it today, because I wanted to give you three three breaths, three common practices that you can really bring into your life to, first of all, allow that balance. Okay, so that's more the water breathing, <laughs> balancing the in and the out. Or, you know, that relaxation, that deeper relaxation technique. And like I said, that's more the whiskey. So you're dragging out your exhale for that double count. Okay. And then the last one, like we mentioned, that coffee, that kind of burst of energy, and it's just those quick, short exhales, 20 rounds and, or 20 exhales, and then it's going to be for those three sets. There's so many other different techniques, guys. I'm not even mentioning even like a tiny portion of what exists out there. So there's another one called the 478 technique. Okay. So you inhale for four, you hold for seven, and then you exhale for eight. And that's supposed to really help with um, lessening anxiety as well. It's supposed to help sometimes manage cravings, help control emotions. So once again, that's the four, seven, eight technique. So four, inhale, hold for seven, and then exhale for the count of eight. So that's another one you can actually use. Also, I know with yoga, there's a whole bunch mentioned, um, but like one of them is the alternate nostril technique. So you breathe in and out through one nostril and then switch and go through the other. So it's pretty cool. Once again, you're activating. Um, there's actually, there's so much more information that I can go into. Um, but I guess today is just more about triggering, hopefully that interest for you. And you'll take that deeper learning if this is something that you're interested in. And like I said, guys, so many different YouTubes uh, videos out there to really help you through. So alternate nose breathing, nostril breathing, and then the lion's breath as well. So that's a pretty common one in yoga. So you breathe in through your nose and then you open your mouth and like hang your tongue out and do that exhale. And we kind of use that with like de-stressing and kind of just getting stuff out. So it really helps, <laughs> uh, especially in yoga. I know I've used it a whole bunch of times, but it really helps just let things go, I guess, is what it's done for me. So if you maybe find you're a little bit anxious and you're just trying to quickly calm yourself, I find that lion's breath's another great one that you can look into. As I mentioned, guys, there's so much information out there just regarding breathing. So some of the ones that I was or I came across, um, the book I mentioned, it was Breath. It was so fantastic and I would highly, highly encourage it. So it's like Breath, uh, the new science of a lost art. And that was by James Nestor. So as I mentioned, just fantastic book that I would really, if this is something that interests you, I would highly encourage you go pick that up. Um, so yeah, fantastic, fantastic book. 
and lots of research within it too, not to mention the whole back of it. So the whole appendix, which is pretty hefty, I think it's like 40 pages and he just goes into techniques. So awesome tool to have for sure. Also, I looked at some of the Harvard Health Publishing. So I mentioned Harvard Business School. So one of the ones I focused on was Take a Deep Breath was another one. And like I said, so many YouTube videos. So the TED Talk that I was mentioning that mentioned the three yoga breaths uh, was Lucas Rockwood. And so that was a pretty good one that I found. So I think it was called Change Your Breath, Change Your Life. So as I mentioned, so much information out there, guys. If this is something that interests you, I'd highly recommend it. Whole point of me really bringing it up today is because I think it's something that's absolutely essential, obviously, for living, but it's essential to how we show up. So, if we need to calm down and when we need to relax, are we really gifting ourselves with something that's always at our fingertips and we can always use? So, just something so basic as focusing on our breath can really help us succeed and show up a little bit more calm and a little bit more relaxed for a situation. You know, and I've only briefly touched on stuff today. So just to kind of hopefully pique your interest into so that you'll take it a little bit deeper. And we could technically spend the whole day. So really, like I said, just scratching the surface here. But the goal is not to really tell you absolutely everything there is, because I don't even know everything there is. So it's really just to initiate that interest or hopefully just start to bring awareness to some of the basic stuff that we do. And you get to choose where you kind of go from there. Guys, it's just always an absolute pleasure to really be here along with you as you go through your journey. I wish you so much peace and happiness along your path. And I just really wish that and hope for you that you continue to invest in your lives and really with each other. Because that's how we're going to make this world a better place. So remember, it always starts with you. And it's about you learning how to power yourself. Mm -hmm.